Yeah, I actually plan on listening to the episode that you <laughs> put together. Like, I was very surprised. I was like, what the fuck is this? All right. I mean, sure. And I, I was like, I have some cleaning up to do after after we record tonight because uh, I'm set up in our dining room. So I've And been you have to prepare for the meal. Yeah, exactly. I've been systematically shifting things out of the room. Uh, and it's a little easier once the furry ones have gone upstairs with my wife. Uh, that that would be my two dogs, not not like a, a couple of like Italian Americans or something showing up and saying, <laughs> hey, "Hey, hey, don't worry about. It. We'll take care of it for you, huh? <laughs> uh, hey, what is this about? What, huh? do you, what, do you, what do you mean? Don't worry about it. Uh, forget about it. It's okay. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I'm I'm not really worried about you getting me, pal. <laughs> Hey, this is the alternate reality where Brandon has a conversation with two Italian gentlemen that are secretly in his house that are also mysteriously figments of his imagination. Continue. <laughs> These two fucking coin stealing guineas walk through my door and they're just like, hey, we'll take care of your wife. No problem. Hey, I'm mean, your shoes. The, I believe the names were Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Hey, what a misconception. Hey, Hey, don't worry about it. We're really good at laying pipe. What the fuck? (laughs) That's not cool, dude. You don't come in someone's house and do that. Hey, pass it. Maybe you don't, but we do. (laughs) Ma, ma, come here with the mushroom, ma. Yeah, Ma, can I use this knife? I got to use this knife because we hit like one of them there on the way here. And, uh, you know, it got it, uh, it in the grill. It's got it. What is it? It's got a claw. You know, it's got a claw. It's the claw. What is that called? The hoof. The hoof. Yeah, the hoof. It got a hoof caught in the grill. <laughs> I'm going to go get the papers. <laughs> get, get the, the papers. papers. Get the papers. Get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> we called him five times. <laughs> times. <laughs> it's great oh, that we've man. seen the same episodes yeah, yeah. of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get old. <laughs> Oh man, just but, don't uh, watch like three years after that. It's terrible. <laughs> Choose your The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. (laughs) 
windows the front door. Oh, they're so disgusting. But yeah, man, I I I read uh, Amazing Spider-Man 100 through 102, and I it gives you all the origin backstory on Michael Morbius, and I really just <laughs> could not have cared less. I was listening to a podcast that did a review of the movie. It's uh, uh, the Flop House podcast, which is one of my favorites. And um, Elliot is uh, a avid comic comic uh, reader, and, and he talks about how Morbius is his uh, second least favorite Spider-Man villain ever after the Molten Man. And I'm like, that is mm-hmm. fair. I'm like, I get it. You know, um, you know, there, there's more depth to like a character like the Puma. You know, <laughs> which oh, wow. really is. But it's like, wow, Puma. yeah. Morbius kind of sucks, guys. Like, oh d- yeah, because he's a vampire. But um, psh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, you remember the um the animated series of Spider Man where he like had like suction cups that would suck blood from his hand? Well, they had to do that because it was a cartoon and they couldn't depict him sucking blood. Blah. Oh no, I just I'm just like, wow, this could not suck more. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm in Delaware. Hmm. <laughs> I am Michael Morbius, and I have a soul patch in the 90s. <laughs> wow, you're really, really bucking trends there, Mikey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I don't care about Morbius at all. And that has nothing to do you're with You're here. That has nothing to do with the movie. Uh, There's like a hundred better vampires in, in like comic books than Morbius. I don't want to say I hate him, because that's such a... Such a strong word. He's kind um, of beneath purview, isn't he? Well, you, you know, the the abs the the opposite of of love isn't isn't hate. It's it's uh, the opposite of love is unlove abandon abandonment. <laughs> and I was thinking ambivalence. I've, I've, I've abandoned the character of Morbius. <laughs> For many years, like it was super easy for me to forget that Morbius even existed up until the point where they were like, there's going to be a Morbius movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, that your, your friends know you like comic books. So they ask you about the character. You're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, you like... see, that's the bitch of it is that like, even though I don't care, like I still hold on to like a lot of info. So even if I haven't delved into the many adventures or some adventures of some characters, I still have a tendency to go out and try to educate myself on who they are, what they're about. I mean, that's, that's what this whole thing with, with alternate reality tales for me has always been about. It, it drove me to want to learn more about certain characters. If at the very least to understand what the hell it was I just read. Um, I feel like my research ended at the Marvel's uh, Marvel Universe C- Series 2 card set. Well, and there's worse places. Kind of where, yeah, there's worse places like, to stop, you know? Like, oh, it says his power level is a 6. Wow. <laughs> Intelligence yeah, so 4. Like, what? <laughs> and if there was any type of scale used in the comic books in which these people <laughs> have their adventures take place, uh, that might mean something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, ooh, Mr. Mr. Fantastic Fantastic's intelligence is a nine. Okay. Uh, as a as opposed to 
Well, you, like, you get that, and they would like throw a dig and be like, Dr. Doom is like one notch below. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> a quarter of a notch below. Mm-hmm. Richards! <laughs> oh, Doom man. demands you put asterisks next to Richards' intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> so it has been decreed by Doom. The best thing is just thinking about this. This has nothing to do with this, but I just love how how Doctor Doom, you know, in his infinite wisdom, when he becomes the 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 god of the Marvel universe, he erases all traces of Reed Richards from all reality spectrums. I'm like, you know what? Ultimate pettiness. I love it. Oh yeah, <laughs> like hey, yeah, Victor, your insecurity is showing again. What? Where? I thought I I thought I deleted that. As well as Richards from all realities. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure about that, Vic. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Well, see, that's it's that's Morland. That, that's what I was just going to say. I'm pretty sure that that is from Edge of Spider-Verse. Uh, it said Amazing Spider-Man number seven. Which would be Edge of Spider-Verse. Ah. Yes. This is all in that same story arc that we, we covered with the uh, the the one shots there, like oh yeah, but it wasn't in that issue. That no, okay. that is definitely not an Omega level uh, Iceman. Let me just tell you, I I don't know how powerful Morlin is, and, and I hear he's pretty powerful, but Iceman has gone through some serious upgrades. Uh, what what issue is this supposed to be again? Said Amazing Spider Man number seven. Uh. At least that's what it was. Did they reboot the numbering on it? Yeah, they definitely did at at one point. Uh, I think more than one point. <laughs> yeah, Why definitely more than one point. For sure. So. Uh, something ruined your day. Moreland killed the cast of Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. ASM number seven. And Moreland, Spider-Man, and his amazing... I shouldn't put amazing in quotes. Friend, amazing friend. Awesome. She's pretty cool. She Ooh. got messed up though in the in Firestar? the uh, yeah. She got messed up by Emma Frost. That's why she never wanted to join the X Men. She is she's technically a mutant as well. So she is a mutant. Yeah. Um, she went off to... and joined those new warriors. Those kooky new warriors. I'm trying to f- see where the hell this is. Because I, I remember re- having read that. Um, I remember seeing that when it happened. Because I don't I don't necessarily go for all the Spider-Man stuff out there, but when... Uh, oh, remember when the Spider-Friends were fucking murdered in the comics? Did Dan Slott go too far? Uh, I don't know. That, that, why. I mean, that's a broad question, and you'd have to... You'd have to point it towards, you know, something. Now, I, I saw a couple of these what ifs that uh, Dan Slott actually wrote. And uh, I saw one Ron Mars wrote, wrote. It's like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't really pay attention to who it is that's doing them until I throw a fucking dart at the board. And yeah, right. <laughs> what, what we're gonna I was do, just like... peeking at a couple and I was like, all right, well, who's this? And the Daredevil one. Um, uh, you were talking about uh, what if Daredevil saved Nuke, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's written by Ron Mars." No kidding. No, oh, daily reminder that Moreland has canonically killed 
Uh, a click to see not safe for work. <laughs> I mean, is it really not safe for work? It's this. It's literally the same damn thing. Powers, what are you looking at? Nothing, sir. Is that Iceman? Is that Iceman and Firestar brutally murdered? Uh, you just couple, ruined my childhood. Couple of questions, sir. Uh, one, how the how the fuck do you know who they are? And and two, did did we I just get my friends? <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are we are we friends now? <laughs> um, I I really cannot find anything. No one's saying what it's from. They're yeah. like, wow, this is crazy. That's so messed up. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, somebody say, somebody be the guy to say what is this from? Well, it's definitely the same art style as most of that uh, series. So, yeah, so somebody said Spider Verse, and in the title of one, it just said ASM Seven. I'm sure it must be like just a two panel page or two or something like that. Like, oh, on, yeah, yeah. It's on the like route to like quick. an actual story. Yeah. He it, it, he just stops off, kills that version of Spider-Man and pops right out again. I, I do. Uh, I would like to say, though, probably at 11 minutes in, we should probably tell people what show they're listening to and tell them. what. Oh, yeah. Doing. I mean, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we we should kick it off. And uh, yeah. would, would, would you say, Brandon, that it's a uh, morbid time? No, I would never <laughs> would say that. I would <laughs> never say it's Morbin time, even though I just actually said the words it's Morbin time. God damn it, Leo. <laughs> I can't, look what you just did to me. Jeez, he's um, got all this big shirt energy. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we got to keep him in pastels, kids. <laughs> Those bright colors, they really throw his shit off. He starts getting all ornery. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll, I'll just I'll give the quick, quick intro. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? Two out of three. The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs, from horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. <laughs> Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. I mean, you can't help the content. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not no, no, let's not talk about the content. I'm just talking about the quality of the sound. You're listening to the Light FM. <laughs> Panda. Hi, I'm... <laughs> That's right. I, I quote Daddy's Home Part 2. Or... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Guy Voiceman. I'll be filling in for... What the hell is that, that woman's name? 
Shadow um, Stevens? Del- Delilah. <laughs> oh, Delilah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be filling in for Delilah this evening. Tonight I'm Delilah, a... my 40-year-old son just can't seem to get it together. <laughs> like, what? what I never even about? knew. I never even knew. I, I, I was only made aware of Delilah when I, I briefly dated this girl 15, 16 years ago. And <clears throat> she loved listening to Delilah. And I was just like, is this before she like turned around? She's like, oh, oh, Delilah's on. I was like, is is this like a plain white tease thing? Or you like a (laughs) big fan of the biblical story about Samson? I don't I don't know what's happening right now. And she just looked at me like I. I don't know, like, like sort of the same thing I do. I'm like, I know the words you just said. But strung together in that order, I don't know what you mean by any of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is probably a, a relationship that will last a very long time. <laughs> One month. And um, yeah, she she had me listen to it as I was like driving her home and, and stuff like that several different nights. And I was like, oh, this is this is wildly terrible. <laughs> I do not like this at all. Uh, and it really was like, like you're listening to Slow Jams FM. Let's get into the groove of the evening now. And I'm like, nah, I'm I'm good. I'd rather listen and listen to the real life equivalent of Tim Meadows, the ladies' man, ad nauseum than this. Like, oh, how much do you weigh, Myth? Oh, two ten. Mmm. The when you said you was big, I was expecting an anthem more like 120, 125. Um, my suggestion to you then would be uh, when you next go to your local grocery store and they try uh, to sell you food, do not buy it. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I had, I had no use for any of that shit, and and I'm not like saying that as somebody who's like, like fucking hard rocker or anything like that. But at the same time, like the last thing I need to be listening to is fucking light airy love songs at like nine thirty at night. Like, oh, so are you actively trying to make me go to sleep while yeah. I'm on the highway? That was Gordon Lightfoot with the Emily <laughs> That was Gordon Lightfoot with Sundown. Coming up next, Gordon Lightfoot <laughs> with If You Could Read My Mind. If you could read my mind. Anyone who knows, knows. <laughs> if you could read my How about the re- the recover that was done in like the, the late 90s? With like, fucking like techno dance version? No? No. It was a, yeah, it was a woman that sang it. I it was so terrible. <laughs> oh God! I mean, Gordon Lightfoot at the very least, his voice matched the like bittersweet <laughs> like arc of the song, you know. Oh, and and it was Edmund Fitzgerald. Sorry, I said Emily Fitzgerald. It was Edmund. Huh? The the, the song, the Edmund Fitzgerald. You know, the the song <laughs> about the uh, the <laughs> ship that crashed in Lake Michigan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like super curious now. Like, uh, if you could read, (laughs) I just, I just, you you would think that this episode's about Charles Xavier, but it does have Charles Xavier in it. 
It does. It, it's it's interesting too because I I wonder what me, time my period, X-Men. what what time period that this thing takes place in because it's like all right pre death of Gwen Stacy pre X Men going to Krakoa and all that so it's like this is in the sixties I'm thinking it's definitely the six seven eighties. <laughs> well, it's definitely it's got to be before the eighties for sure because death of Gwen Stacy would have happened in what sixty five ish uh i mean i could see push to the 70s and all that because of the way that they they kind of push things off and all that but um well, the, when you see the x-men it's like that's 73. the x-men when they stopped Wait, when 70, 73 okay 73 all right so would have oh, been and then it covered it, it went over into the 80s at the end or, or 90s 90s. it does I, I know what you're saying at yep. that part yeah. but uh you know what though uh before we get any further, I think somebody should introduce the show. This is the Gordon Lightfoot Podcast. <laughs> powerful Grid. You're listening to the Gordon Lightfoot Power Hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, Leo. <laughs> it's Brandon. Your host, Powerful Brandon, joined by my co-host, Mr. Leo Pond and Justin the Q Cooper. <laughs> sorry. All right. 